You're listening to a Leisure Moment podcast with your host, Deetra Helvey, who's always ready to have a casual conversation about her love for literature. Sneak Peeks, a new release, a little bit of technical difficulties that you'll never figure out, and a wonderful author who hung in there until the very end. It's Molly McAdams. It's her big release week of her book, Trusting Liam, and we are part of the festivities. Get your comfy seat ready for this casual conversation. Enjoy. Here with a leisure moment. I'm Deetra Helvey, and Yara is my long-term friend and co-blogger with Once Upon a Twilight. And we are just so excited to have you here to talk about your new book, to talk about all things books and 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 how things are going with you. And I think you have a little one in the I midst. Do. <laughs> well, wonderful. I mean, so your hands are really full right now. Yeah. <laughs> How old is bit. she? Um, she'll be six months on Monday. Wow. And I'm pretty sure that I believe I saw a picture. Was she at one of your book signings or a function maybe recently? Yeah, yeah she was at um, Austin Book Fest with me. Oh, my goodness. And how, how was that? Did her daddy bring her? Yeah. <laughs> He's so good with her. And so he just stayed there with her and... There were some of my friends, they kind of kept coming by, and they'd, like, do their little protective mom stance around her. Um, but, you know, so many people were so great with her. They were very respectful and kept their distance. Like, they'd go and look at her, and then they'd, you know, just keep their distance, and they were so respectful. So it ended up working out really well because I knew, you know, I had to take her offline for some reasons. Um, and I knew people really wanted to see her, and I was like, you know what, we live in Austin, and this event is in Austin it'll be a perfect place um so we decided to try it just once and it it worked out great and it was a lot of fun for her I think she did really well and um so yeah it was fun wonderful because you know the first thing that I was thinking about you know although I, I, I can be and people have said you know Dietra you can be a little bit of a germaphobe and so I'm thinking <laughs> all of these people around this new little baby so that is so great that they were respectful of her space and and yeah. things of that nature and she's just hanging out with mama <laughs> do you find yeah, your... no, she was just chilling. <laughs> do you find yourself traveling a lot now no, not right now. Um, I had to take off a lot of time during the pregnancy because I they didn't have me on bed rest, but I kind of I kind of said they had me on house rest. I really wasn't supposed to leave the house, mm-hmm. um, so I wasn't traveling at all then. And I kind of wanted to take the first year off, so I'm not really doing much that's away from um, like my immediate area in Texas. Um, but then after after this first year with her, we're gonna start traveling more and more. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Well, I tell you, um, and we're kind of doing this virtually as well, we're going to talk about your new book. Tell us the title of your new book. Trusting Liam. Trusting Liam. But I must go ahead and throw this question in. This is this is from Yara because you have so many books. You have so many books. <laughs> and Yara's question is, she wants to know, and Taking Chances you killed me and pretty much made me ugly cry for the first time ever while reading a book. 
can trusting Liam be expected to cause similar reaction? Um, it shouldn't. And uh, I'm, I love that Yara cried. Because <laughs> I met Yara, and she was even telling me, she goes, oh, I don't cry in books. I'm not a, I'm not a crier. Uh-huh. Um, I think, if, did she say that she cries in movies but not books? Is that her? Yes. I can't remember. I, okay. I, think, I, think, I think so. It's, it's harder for her with with the book. So when they come, when the tears roll, you know it's got to be emotional. Right. So when she tweeted me and said that she was just ugly crying, I was like, wait, hold up. Yara's crying? Mm-hmm. Um, but trustingly, probably not. I know a lot of people are expecting it just because it is in the Taking Chances series. And there will be a lot that has to do with that certain person. But I think it's handled really well. Um, I did get pretty choked up um, a few times while writing it, but it's more just like that sweet remembrance kind of, mm-hmm. like, choked up. It's not like, oh, my God, she's doing this again. Right, right. <laughs> so it's, it's more just like, oh, this is a great memory. Because um, just like with everybody else, because this is kind of like set 20, I mean, I, I don't really have it futuristic, but it's more, you know, like the kids are grown up, they're about 25. So we just get to revisit everybody. And so we're still revisiting, you know, the people that we lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I, I really feel like it's done in the best way that it, it could be done. And so those moments will get you a little bit like, oh, <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> but, uh, yes. but I don't think any any hardcore, you know, I need two boxes of Kleenex and some vodka and some chocolate. <laughs> okay, well, we'll make sure that we tell her that. Um, <laughs> she's She's been worn. Now, for me, um, you, your first uh, book for me was Sharing You. Um, and that, oh, wow. yes, and that was, you know, Yara said, okay, Deidre, I'm going to go ahead and, and go ahead and tell you this one. This one has a, a different subject matter for you that you're, yeah. that you usually read because you have so many books and we can't be greedy. We have a huge team. So it can't be that Yara gets to read all of Molly's books. We have to share <laughs> the love. So we've all, you know, sprinkled in, in your books in our own unique way. And that was the first book for me. Um, and it was it was great. It had a, a great storyline, and I was so you know I was wondering how is she going to wrap this up? How is she going to um, you know button it all together? And you did a beautiful job with it. Thank you. That was very difficult. It was kind of I mean, like you said, difficult, difficult <laughs> subject. Yes. Um, but thank you. Yes. Well, tell us about your new book without giving us too many spoilers. Oh. I am so excited for this book. Okay, um, I just I think it's I think I'm just so excited because it's two of my favorite series com- like clashing together. Um, every everyone loved the Taking Chances series. You know, I really I think it's just because everybody got to cry. And really, whether they like it or not, I mean, or whether they say they like it or not, everyone really does like crying. It just makes you feel better afterward. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get to revisit all of them. Like I said. Uh, all your favorite characters are there again, and um, then same with the Forgiving Lies series. All of your favorite characters are there again, and we get to see their kids grown up and kind of like in a way that you didn't expect them to meet because half of them are from California, the other half are from Florida. Um, so it's a kind of a fun way that they meet, and like their lives were intertwined in so many ways that you would never expect them to be. It's not just kind of like a what you think is like a random chance meeting is really just like a lot of like fate working together. Um, and so uh, it's kind of just 
Hmm. Okay, so Kennedy is the daughter of Cash and Rachel, and so that's on the forgiving life side. And she's just a lot of trouble for Liam, and he's the son from the taking chances side. Um, she just likes to push him away, and it's because she kind of has a secret about her past that we're not going to go into right now, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what's threatening to ruin them. Um, but Liam's just ready to push right back. And he's, I mean, I really feel like both Liam and Kennedy are the perfect match of uh, their parents. Like, Kennedy is the perfect Cash and Rachel, like, combination. And um, uh, Liam is really, like, Chase and Brandon combined, you know, like the two fathers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you just get to see that in... um, what you don't expect, I think, is uh, there's this secondary character in the Taking Chances series, Brian. Uh, he worked with Chase at the tattoo parlor, and he's actually a huge part of it, and he is probably my favorite character in this. He's the one that has the best scenes. He's the one that has the best lines. And um, I don't know. I just think I think it's just like revisiting everybody and... I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited. I just, I, I feel like if I say much more, I'll just oh, keep talking well, forever, and, and I just can't do that. <laughs> uh, and I understand, and, and we don't want any type of little spoilers. So I think it's safe to say, and I think this was this was one of Yara's other concerns as well. As she, you know, we were having discussions, and we were talking about sharing Molly Love throughout the whole huge team that we have that spans from um, me in South Carolina to Yara in Texas. Um, We have Florida, the UK. Is it safe to say it's okay that we can read this, this book, even though we may not have read Taking Chances or the other, other books in the series or Stealing Harper? So um, technically you can, Um, I said enough in the book where you can read it as a standalone, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you will be missing Mm -hmm. that, um, that impactfulness um, of everything there's um like the reason that the people in florida are going to california in the first place Mm -hmm. even though it says it in the book it's not really going to mean that much to you okay and um a lot of the stuff like like i was saying how brian's such a huge part and how he has the best lines he's the one that always got me choked up they're not going to mean that much to you if you didn't read the taking chances series Mm -hmm. especially stealing harper Mm -hmm. because he was a big part in there too Okay. So you can definitely read it. I don't leave anything out. You won't ever be confused. Okay. But it just won't mean as much to you. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Um, a Twitter follower, her name, first name is Jessica, and I'm going to assume you're going to know what this means. Why did she Molly Chance? Um, I think she meant Chase. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Let me ask. Let me. I'm, I'm looking at Yara's text, and she did mean Chase. Let me repeat that because one of the great things that he can do is edit our conversation. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay with that question? Oh yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. I mean, everybody so, already knows it's not like it's a secret. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask it again. Okay. So Molly, we have a question from from Twitter. Yara, just let me know. Twitter follower. Her name is Jessica. Why did she Molly, and she has Molly in quotation marks, Chase? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I <laughs> promise I didn't plan to Molly him. Okay. It's pretty funny, though. Um, it just kind of came out of nowhere one night. I tried to do a million other things with him, um, but it just 
it just happened and I was sobbing the entire time and it just once it was done even though I cried for two hours I knew that that's how it had to be like it was kind of Chase's way of being like no like this is this is what you need to do like I just kind of felt this sense of rightness even though my heart was completely torn out of my chest Mm. and because I had fallen in love with him the entire time I knew that like Brandon was the one but I'd fallen in love with Chase from the beginning so I spent the next two weeks kind of like comatose basically (laughs) I like just walked around like a zombie but I just I knew even though that's not what I wanted that's how it had to be so right right I didn't want it but oh you can't you can't change what characters want well thank you for that answer for Jessica one last Twitter follower because you know what you were up early this morning and you were sending out some some shout outs for this afternoon and your fans answered so this is from Jackie Molly, the 80s, no cell phones, no Google, having a crush back then was more effort. Would you write an 80s romance? Oh, man. (laughs) Now, that's unique. That's a unique question. I'll have to give it to her. I've never had that question before. (laughs) I mean, wow. Um, An 80s romance. I don't know. You know, the thing is, is I write what I know. And I mean, this is, I was born in the late 80s, so I don't really know. (laughs) I don't know the 80s. (laughs) So um, I don't think I'd be able to. Like, it's just, it's not something I know. Um, Like, even like watching movies, like you can watch a movie, but if you don't have any kind of personal connection to it, you don't have a personal connection to it. And what I write, it's either happened in my life or it's happened to somebody very close to me or it's been a dream of mine so um I have to have that kind of personal connection but man that is a great question and yes I think that would be a lot harder (laughs) well Brie on our team uh uh-oh Molly does Molly enjoy tormenting us with perfect book boyfriends with perfect boyfriends oh perfect yes perfect book boyfriends I think we I think we all kind of have some book boyfriends don't you think oh yeah oh yeah for sure for sure I definitely have some of my own my husband even knows them by name I can just like say their first name and he already knows who I'm talking about um but tormenting wow no it's kind of actually flattering I'm I'm glad that you could be like put it that way um no I just I kind of just write the guys in my head and I love that you love them so much. (laughs) Well, and, and, you know, you've written so many books. Did you always know Molly that write, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to write. um, I want to write as many as I can for my fans. This is what I want to do with my life. Has that always been your dream or your, your life goal? No way. No. Uh, I hated writing. I hated reading. Um, I failed out of creative writing in college. I, (laughs) uh, no, I actually was really good at math. Um, (laughs) I was horrible at English. And uh, any English teacher would probably laugh if they ever found out that I did this. It just, it was never, never something I wanted to do, never something I was good at. Um, I didn't really start reading for pleasure until I was 21, and then when I was 22, I started writing my first book, which ended up being Forgiving Lies, Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just kind of, all I was doing was writing uh, a dream that I had, and it was just bugging me, so I just finally started writing it, 
and I just kind of wrote on it for about a year and then kind of started writing from ashes and then I started writing taking chances and I wrote taking chances all the way through and and then decided to self-publish it and that's just kind of where it went from but it was never it was never something like a oh I'm gonna do this forever it was literally just like Mm -hmm. like oh hey all of a sudden yes I'm I'm doing this but it was I mean it really came out of nowhere right wow the fact that you just said that you didn't do well in English class creative writing class was horrible wow yeah no my uh, (laughs) creative writing teacher actually told me that I would never have a career in writing and I actually told her that's fine because I don't want to write and at the time I didn't think like she meant like writing books I just thought you know writing anything like even newspaper articles or whatever and that was right before like I had to leave the class mm-hmm. and uh, every everyone who hears that story they're like oh you should send her a copy and I'm like oh I went to a Christian college I don't think she'd appreciate <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she'd appreciate any of my books <laughs> not that they're like too racy but still (laughs) well honestly i'm pretty sure that somehow she's figured out that the molly mcadams is the molly mcadams that was sitting in her class she knows (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna believe that she she knows it (laughs) well i'm telling you thank you so much for just sharing with us your enthusiasm and your excitement we cannot wait i think the book is coming out on the night Yes, of June. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes, June the 9th. I know you are. Now, what do you have in store? Are you writing anything now? Um, I'm preparing. I'm preparing some things that I actually can't talk about yet. But there is something coming out in November. It's called To the Stars. And um, I have to tell you, when I think about this one, I start shaking. I'm so excited. That's like, it's probably, and I, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but probably my favorite book I've ever written. Wow. Okay, now that's, like, super amazing. Yeah, so okay. I'll, I'll just leave you with that. Yes, <laughs> leave, leave us with that. Leave your fans with that. And those who may not have um, picked up your book after this casual conversation, they're going to go rushing to the stores before June the 9th to check your books out and, and see what you've got going on. Thank you so much for joining us, Molly. It was such a pleasure to talk with you and um, myself here at A Leisure Moment, Yara at Once Upon a Twilight. We're going to make sure we get the word out about your new book coming out June the 9th. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. Oh, you are most welcome and you have a good evening. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed that episode, let us know on iTunes by giving us a great review. We want to thank all our listeners again. Check us out at aleisuremoment.com. Like us on Facebook and Twitter. Have a good one.